passion and imagination validate the purpose of culture is a scholarly cultural conversation. This discourse was analyzed through the lens of an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, and publisher. This conversation was also captured and framed in podcasts 119 and verbalized in nine chapters of publication 213 ISBN 978-976-9668935. All things being considered, language can be employed as a tool so as to create psychological concepts. In this conversation, I am eager to know and learn something since I am physically and intellectually a creature of circumstance. I became interested in learning about the character of passion and imagination and what impact, if any at all, that they have on the purpose of culture. This framed theoretical statement stimulated my analysis and it also activated my cognition and cognitive skills since passion and imagination pervade our entire existence yet they influence everything we do, think about and even creating theories to validate the purpose of culture. Now that I have established context and is enlightened, so as not to conflate this issue, I have introduced George Bernard Shaw, who insists, I quote, there are passions far more exciting than the physical ones, intellectual passion, mathematical passion, passion for discovery and exploration, the mightiest of all passions, end quote. The more that I navigate this space, it is noted by Stanley Weintraub, I quote, Imagination is the ability to imagine things, penetrate our entire existence. It also influences everything we do, think about, and create. It leads to elaborate theories, dreams, and inventions in any profession, from the realms of academia to engineering and arts, end quote. This thinking, to my mind, invariably strikes a critical chord in this discourse. Therefore, all things being considered, and to bring balance to this conversation, it was equally important that I also solidify an opinion from Leon Festinger. I quote, Relevant items of information include a person's actions, feelings, ideas, beliefs and values, and things in the environment. And when two actions or ideas are not psychologically consistent with each other, people do all in their power to change them until they become consistent. End quote. I also included the freedictionary.com who defines an imagination as, I quote, the faculty or action of forming new ideas 
or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses, and passions naturally help the need or desires that motivate a person to some particular action or behavior. End quote. Therefore, succinctly put, passion and imagination are avenues by which we global citizens express ourselves. Margaret Klein arrives on the scene and makes the telling point. I quote, Imagination plays with our thoughts. By the same token, according to HuffPost, I quote, Our passion for anything is no accident, but a drive that was created and born through talent, skill, and multiple experiences. It is what truly defines how we connect to purpose and how we develop a sense of loyalty and commitment to a cause is based on the positive outcomes it can bring. Sense or passion is deliberate, hence it is what keeps the engine to belief in a cause to keep running. End quote. This conversation also involves critical thinking. According to Edward M. Glacier, I quote, the analysis of facts to form a judgment is the subject passion and imagination pervades our entire existence, influencing everything we do, think about, and even create theories to validate the purpose of culture, becomes complex, and several different definitions exist, which generally include the national, skeptical, unbiased analysis or evaluation of the factual evidence provided. End quote. In this context, Critical thinking comports itself according to Edward M. Glacier, I quote, as self-directed, self-disciplined, self-monitored, and self-corrective thinking. It presupposes accent to rigorous standards of excellence and mindful command of their use. It entails effective communication and problem-solving abilities, as well as a commitment to overcome native egocentrism and sociocentrism. End quote. Moreover, another aspect of this conversation has to do with cognitive bias mitigation, which is the prevention and reduction of the negative effects of cognitive biases on conscious, automatic influences on human judgment and decision-making that reliably produce reasoning errors. Coherent comprehensive theories of cognitive bias mitigation are lacking. This is also another reason why this conversation explains the bias in tools, methods, proposals, and other initiatives in academic and professional disciplines concerned with the efficacy of human reasoning associated with the concept of cognitive bias mitigation. Most address mitigation tactically rather than explicitly. For example, a long-standing debate regarding human decision-making bears on the development of a theory and practice of bias mitigation. This discourse, according to Wikipedia, contrasts the rational economic agent standard for decision-making versus one grounded in human social needs and motivations. This dialogue also contrasts the methods used to analyze and predict human decision-making, that is, formal analysis emphasizing intellectual capacities versus heuristic emphasizing emotional states. In essence, according to Wikipedia, I quote, 
Any approach to problem solving or self-discovery that employs a practical method that is not guaranteed to be optimal, perfect or rational, but is nevertheless sufficient for reaching an immediate short-term goal or approximation where finding an optimal solution is impossible or impractical. Heuristic methods can be used to speed up the process of finding a satisfactory solution. And quote, since the aforesaid is plausible reasoning, then it is necessary to deconstruct these theories to navigate this discourse and embrace the thought by thinking that passion is something felt from deep within and comes true as our first impression. Hence, it is also logical and obvious that cognitive is the part of mental functions that deals with logic as opposed to affective, which deals with emotions and cognition. And in this context, it is the process of knowing. In the scheme of things, on one hand, according to HuffPost.com, our passion for anything is no accident, but a drive that was created and born through talent, skill, and multiple experiences. End quote. While on the other hand, according to Seekin.org, I quote, Imagination influences everything we do, think about, and create. End quote. Consequently, this nuance leads to, I quote, elaborate theories, dreams, and inventions in any profession, from the realms of academia to engineering and the arts, end quote. On reflection, the acquiescence of this textual analysis has to do with the fact that, according to Wikipedia, anthropologists have provided general accepted scenarios, I quote, of how or Protogentors lived on what was important in their lives. These scenarios of social, political, and economic organization are not uniform throughout history or geography, but there is a degree of stability throughout the Philitic era and the Holstein in particular. End quote. A word of caution, though, I quote, although this goes along with the findings of evolutionary psychology and neuroscience above, it explicitly suggests that our cognitive heuristics are at their best when operating in a social, political, and economic environment, most like that of the Philolithic Holstein. If this is true, then one possible means to achieve at least some cognitive bias mitigating is to mimic as much as possible, Philitic Holstein social, political, and economic scenarios when one is performing a reasoning task that could attract negative cognitive bias effects. Therefore, in the scheme of things, now that I have contextualized whether passion and imagination have any influence on the purpose of culture, is very relevant to this discourse. And the process of deconstructing and critiquing this dialogue of culture in context certainly activated my cognitive skills and by extension my cognition to the extent that my curiosity was heightened. Overall, passion and imagination comported themselves as a linguistic construct 
they are both employed paradigmatically and systematically to be intellectually appealing to the interests of all global citizens and by extension influencing the purpose of culture. Therefore, all of the above actions highlighted in this scholarly cultural discourse are contingent on language which was employed as a tool to create psychological concepts. As an author, cinematographer, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner and publisher, through my metaphoric lens, it was necessary to draw attention to my personal history behind this research topic because it is useful, it has value, and it is reference material. Finally, passion and imagination validate the purpose of culture. It is not only a scholarly cultural conversation, but the same was also captured and framed in podcast 119 and verbalized in nine chapters of publication 230 ISBN 978 976 9668935